Hey guys, it's Arthur. Welcome back to my podcast where we only do films that are certified white man classics. Um, it's But It's the Classic, and I've watched all the films that matter. Uh, Ferdinand, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm Ferdinand. Um, I rent my own magazine, and it's all about my balls. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, it's really taking off. I love craft beer. And mm. so oh, Brewdog. Go, yeah, Brewdog. Punk so IPA. Go listen to our other um, uh, podcast, Brews with the Bros. Brews with the Bros, yeah. Brews with the Bros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep going. <laughs> I, I had you didn't a sh- tell me no, 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 you were going to do that. I, I had a shower this morning <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to introduce it with this because it's a Tarantino <laughs> film. I think it'd be fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm to do that. <laughs> no, I'm keeping this in. I no, 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 I, I'm saying, do you want oh, yeah, to introduce yeah. uh, Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to But It's a Classic, the film reviewing podcast where we look at classics old and new. My name is Phoebe, and I've watched every film. Uh, and I'm Ferdy, and I've watched 21, 21? films. Yeah. 21. Oh, yay. Season joke. Yeah, uh, isn't it just? Um, oh, my God, that's the thing. What? That's the joke. What? 21. Oh, the one that we were going to... Yes. No way. No. Yes. has been lifted. Finally. That was the oh, thing that we were going to make I as can the sleep. new Joker. Yeah. It was 21. It, was it really? It was. <sighs> Shit. Thank fuck you we remember can, that. We I have no memory of We can leave the podcast now. Amazing. This is Great. the most chaotic start we've done so far. But fade in the closed music. Yeah. Fa- uh, I know we just faded out the intro music. We're going to fade in the closed music now. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, what are we back. watching today, Phoebe? We're watching Tarantino's directorial debut, technically. Is it Reservoir his, Dogs. Is it his first film? Technically, yeah. It's like oh. his first like major picture. Oh. Yeah, because you've okay. watched Pulp Fiction. I have. I would have chosen Pulp Fiction because that's like the ultimate yeah, Tarantino yeah, yeah, film. Yeah. It's very good. You know, what yeah. I mean? like, I'll, yeah. Did you like Pulp Fiction? I yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. I love. Easter eggs and I love attention to detail. Oh, I see. Right, um, I thought like, you just meant actual Easter eggs. I was like, I, is yeah. it set at Easter? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's a resurrection story. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I love attention to detail. I love shit like um, the guy at the diner who gets threatened mm. by the two robbers. He goes, "I'm just a coffee shop owner," but they cut him off before he says owner. And he's credited in the credits as coffee shop. <laughs> that's really funny. Rather than coffee that. shop owner. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, like, I love stuff like that. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of cute. I think there's stuff to be said about gender politics and about whatever. Eh. But Christopher Walken put a watch up his up ass. Up his ass. And he does a years. really funny monologue about it. <laughs> and, like, I just like that. Yeah. You know? I like the weirdness. I like the wackiness. I mean, if there's like any the constellation about the whole gender politics thing, there aren't any women in this cast, so you know. Oh, in Reservoir Dogs, no women at all. So that's kind of good. Well, actually. well, no. I think that's a step in the right direction because we're not calling women dogs, and women don't exist. And and women, yeah, I forget yeah. that also. Because if it was Reservoir Dogs but it had women in it, we wouldn't be calling them dogs. Exactly. I'm not going to make that because <laughs> Reservoir, you know. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yep. there you go. Women aren't real, they can't hurt you. No. Um, so one of the things, I, I actually know next to nothing about Reservoir Dogs. Okay. I, the only thing I do know um, is that, well, no, I know a couple of things, but I'm not sure whether they're right. The thing I know for certain is that one of the characters, one of presumably the Reservoir Dogs, um, is the brother of 
uh, John Travolta's character in um, oh, Vega. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Vega. Yeah. And there was going to be a movie called Double V Vega, which yes. is like a prequel to I both think films. About this on the podcast. Yeah, I think I must have mentioned it. Mm. Um, but you are but, correct. Yeah, but whoever plays Vega in this one and yes. John Travolta, they looked too old to play their younger selves. So I believe kind of, that's the Harvey Keitel's character who plays yeah. one of the Vegas. I might be okay. wrong on that. It's really the the I was like having a little Google of like the production history mm. for this film. Um so like no one really wanted to be a part of this film that were big names because it's an amateur director. People thought that his style of shooting yeah. was like really like meh, you know, like having yeah. the camera on the floor and stuff like that. People <laughs> thought that it wasn't like high art enough to be significant. Right. However, Harvey Keitel... <laughs> sorry, sorry, oh, no. no. <laughs> I like the idea that high art is determined by high, how high <laughs> off how the high floor the camera, the is, camera yeah. is. Yeah, Just only so like aerial a drone shot. Shots. That's yeah. why The Shining's so good, because exactly. it starts with an aerial... True. Yeah, sorry, carry no, on. No, no, sorry. Carry on. Um, so basically, uh, Harvey Keitel, mm. who up until this point was very famous for... Uh, working with up-and-coming directors mm. who ended up being really big, a.k.a. Martin Scorsese. Um, like, oh, Harvey wow. Keitel okay. was in Taxi Driver, and, oh, my God, what was the other one that he was in that was really famous that's name I can't remember? Uh, mean Streets. Um, oh, right. And essentially, like, Harvey Keitel's presence in those films mm. aided in Martin Scorsese doing really, right. really well. Right, I see. He read the script for yeah. Reservoir Dogs and said, fuck it, yeah, I'll be a part of this film, mainly because his career yeah. was failing miserably at this point. Because oh, so. <laughs> oh, this film came out in 1992, oh, wow. so a long okay. time after right, the Scorsese right, right, right. films, and yeah. was like, I need a break, I'm going to go yeah. back to my roots of supporting younger yeah. up-and-coming directors. Oh, that's good. And because of that, everyone else in the uh, cast went shit, Harvey Keitel's on the spot right? <laughs> so then, you know, then you get Chris Penn, like Tim Roth, Steve Buscemi, um, like everyone yeah, deciding, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. we've got to be a part of this film. Am I... I are, is Vince Vaughn in this film? Because uh, I, I, I feel like I may just be misremembering like the Vega thing and because he's got two V's in his name I don't no. think I don't think he is I think I'm just misremembering that no Vince Vaughn is not in this no film. okay I, I was I didn't think he was but I keep on in my mind thinking that Vince Vaughn is in Reservoir Dogs he's no. not Please I'm afraid he's not. Good. No, that Great. was kind Amazing. of the end of my thing. Oh, it's cool. just like Tarantino <laughs> managing to yeah. kind of fluke his way into having a massive mm. big name cast in terms of Hollywood hey, A-listers listen. It's not about what you know, it's about, about who, who you know. know. He's star fuckers thrive, mm-hmm. you know, and that's like, that's the way of the world, exactly. sadly, that's the way of Hollywood. So, um, yeah, yeah, like, I think, Taran- I, I rag on Tarantino, mainly because of the people that enjoy Tarantino films, right, I'm always a bit, yeah. like, hesitant around. Yeah. Um, the aforementioned film, bro, archetype mm. is a bit, yeah. you know... It's hit, hit or miss, I'd yes. say. In saying yeah. that, I really like this film, this is one of my favourites, oh, really? Tarantino's. Wow. Yeah, like, I think I've seen the majority of the Tarantino works. Mm. This and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, controversially, not, not many people like that film. I fucking love it. Oh, that. really? Yeah, people... I thought it did really well. I mean, like, critically, it did really well, but, like, right. Tarantino fans were like, oh, you know, it's yeah. not the same as, like, his all this other stuff. They thought the plot was a bit all over the place. But I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I really like uh, Reservoir Dogs. It mm. follows this very tight plot with like kind of I don't know like I think as Tarantino got on 
his excessive gore and kind of just gratuitous excess got right, a bit too extreme. Yeah. Whereas Reservoir Dogs is just the right amount mm. of it, apart from a really traumatic scene where Stuck in the Middle with You starts playing. I don't know if you know that scene. But, I don't. Oh, ooh, you're in for a treat. Oh, that's dear. exciting. Is no. that going to be? Oh no, I'm not. I'm not going to try and say predict anything. it. It's I'm the most not... iconic scene in the film. Is it? Yeah. Wow. And um, they play the song "Stuck in the Middle." Is with there? You. A, is okay. So, I. You say there's a an iconic shot in it. I am I wrong in? Oh no, I'm thinking of Clockwork Orange. I was thinking. <laughs> sorry, very I was wrong. thinking of yeah, I, very wrong. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of a shot where. A group of men are walking in a like in a line oh, together. That's the uh, yeah, the droogs, and then one of them just like punches one of the others in like <laughs> in slow motion. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's sorry. a really good film. I was thinking of a different film. Mm. It's so the other thing that I think I know about um, Reservoir Dogs is are they all called like Mister Blue, Mister Yellow? Yeah, they're yeah, given okay. like code names. Right. Um, oh, they okay. Yeah. Are they like? Spies or gangsters? Not necessarily. Okay. More so the sa- the latter. Yeah, I had a feeling. You'll, you'll it, you know, I won't, yeah. I won't go into plot details. That they're doing a heist, essentially. They're doing a heist. Mm. Yes. Oh my god! Mm. I didn't know it was a heist. I didn't know it was a heist film. Well, That's te- so cool. Technically, you'll you'll see. Okay. That the, the premise is a heist, and yeah. they are brought together to carry out a job. Oh, and that's kind that's of cool. it. Hence, why like they're given that. the code names. Steve Buscemi's character is Mr. Pink, I think, and he gets really yeah. annoyed about that. It's like, why well, do I have to be pink? <laughs> you know, in the kind of typical Steve Buscemi know, way. Pink is for girls. Yes, pink is for girls. And exactly. blue is for boys. Mm-hmm. And non-binary people have access to every other color. Green. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> they get green. I bet you anything. You talk to the, grab a non-binary person on the street. Their favorite color is going to be green. That's. I don't yeah. think that's offensive. I just think that's actually I'm, statistically true. Yeah, no, I think that's like the love for frogs in the queer community. <laughs> apart from me. Apart from yeah, apart from you. Famously, but you are the exception that pro- uh, proves the rule. Yeah, you know? that's true. So mm. yeah, you are even in you know a, a community that thrives on uh, difference and individuality. You have managed to carve out a unique identity for yourself. I was really struggling to work out where that was going. Oh, yeah, no, it's a compliment. <laughs> no, I, I think you. it's a compliment. Yeah, no, it is, I think. <laughs> I it, think. Does, it does make yeah. me seem like this massive, Im- like, egomaniacal, <laughs> like, uh, like no, overpower no. of the queer I don't community. Think so. but I don't hey think so. But, like, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, Individuality's sure. a good thing. I, um,. Oh god, I can't remember who I was talking to. I think it was my academic advisor. Right. Um, I was talking to, and I, Vicky. yeah, big ups, Vicky. Um, and I just mentioned in an offhand comment that I was from Brighton, and she went, "Oh my god, are you from Brighton? My my uh, daughter wants to move to Brighton or something." Yeah. Um, and I went, "Yeah, everyone thinks I'm gay. I'm just from Brighton." And it just slipped. I didn't mean to say that to her, but mm-hmm. it like mm-hmm. just slipped out, and mm. she's. She laughed. And well, there you go. I At least she Vicky. laughed. Yeah, I love it. It'd be worse She's if she didn't know. laugh and was like, Actually, Yes, exactly. That's really that's offensive. That's really offensive. Like, no, do everyone does think I'm gay. <laughs> that's true. That's real. I mean, my dad went to Sussex Uni yeah. um, and went to only the gay bars. Well, not only the gay bars, but they played the best music. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I like, mean, there's no other bars worth going to in Brighton, really. Yeah, I haven't been to any of the gay bars in Brighton. Really not? But to be fair, like, I'm I'm only just kind of old enough. Do you know what right, I mean? Because yeah, when I was going before, yeah, yeah. I'd be like quite younger. And also, it's like a it's a track. It from here, a a track. yeah, yeah, definitely from London, from like from, oh yeah, from London, you're fine. Um, it's like a day trip. Yeah, um, 
Scott, yeah, actually, how long is the commute? For you to get from oh to to get from Manchester to Brighton, it's about Brighton. four and a half five hours. Oh, it's not okay. It's, it's not it's as bad not, as I thought. No, it would so be. it's about three hours, um, Piccadilly to Victoria. Euston. Oh, Victoria. Um, or, or no, yeah, to Euston. Then about half an hour get to Euston, uh, to Victoria from Euston. Then yeah. another hour on uh, the train from London to Brighton and mm-hmm. then another half hour to get to my house. Could you not do like um tube from Euston to London Bridge, London Bridge to Brighton? Yes, you can. That um, might just be a bit fiddly because it's, it's the tube, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's it's either one works. Fair. It doesn't really shave that much time off it, I don't think. I think it's about equal either mm-hmm. way. Um anyway, uh flexing on the yeah, southern exactly. knowledge. Reservoir <laughs> dogs takes place in America. It I does. Assume. LA I, one of the questions I did have was, mm. where does the reservoir come into it? Because that's like, that's, that's like a really good question. Like the the dogs, I kind of understand because, like, oh, we're boys, we're a pack of hounds, yeah, we're on yeah. the prowl. That's a very why, good Do they hang out at a lake? Like, what's going on? I, mean, I might be wrong. You know, like how LA has like the storm drain long bank <laughs> things. We hang out by the storm drains, no, no, no. but you that's know, not like, as cool. You know, like the really, really yeah. long ones where it'd be like just like the white. Oh, like banks. the yeah, the forty-five degree angle yeah, yeah, thing yeah, yeah. with Bridget. I right, feel like okay. there's a scene that takes place there. Okay, but the majority yeah. of the action happens in one location. Yeah, uh, which I won't go into. Um, <laughs> It's, it's okay. a good. I feel like because Tarantino is all because of like all of his plots are like twists and turns. Mm. It's like good not to talk too much about this film yeah. in terms of plot. Yeah, okay. um, I'm excited to see what you think. Yeah, absolutely. I think woke goggles might have to be taken. Woke goggles. It is Tarantino. <laughs> my woke goggles are surgically attached to my eyes. Uh, that's how much of a feminist you are. That's how much of a feminist, yeah. uh, just activist in all regards. Um, to be, yeah, to be fair, yeah. it's not too bad. Like the the, the, the opening <laughs> conversation is pretty, yeah, uh, like painful to listen to, mm. just because they're talking about like it's mainly Steve Buscemi's character talking about women, and it's just a bit like, I, okay. the idea of Steve Buscemi leering at women, like there is no way that you would not notice Steve Buscemi leering at you. Yeah, and I'm at peace because there that. would be yeah, there would be two like full eyeballs, <laughs> enormous like globe-sized orbs yeah. staring directly at you. You can feel your skin peeling off at the back where he's like where his gaze touches you. There's a strange the, charisma. Yeah, he's there got is a strange yeah. riz. He's <laughs> He's like he's like Willem Dafoe riz, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, or like um Gary Busey riz. Yeah. Gary yeah. Busey? Do you know Gary Busey? He's like Steve Buscemi but with teeth instead of eyes. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it, really... it's look up a picture of him. You you'll you'll see Gary what I mean. Busey. Oh, do you see what him. I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. If yeah, if Steve mean. Buscemi put the emphasis on his teeth rather than oh, his eyes, point broke. Okay. yeah. I don't know and him super weapon. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at his IMDb <laughs> now. He's in this like 
awful 2005 horror co- comedy called The Gingerbread Man. Oh! <laughs> that looks horrible. I've seen that. I think Dead Meat covered that. They, did uh, like a, okay. they might have done a kill count for that. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's a bizarre film. It looks I've fucking seen bits awful. Of it. There's a lot of sequels as well. I, that um, makes sense. But what's interesting about The Gingerbread Man is the gingerbread man creature yeah. also has the emphasis on his teeth. He does. He's got massive fucking teeth yes. because it's Gary Busey. Do you think he's... Is he voiced? Yeah. Oh, I, I so. see that. I'm pretty sense. sure. Okay. Um, I might be making that up. I don't know. Anyway, I love it when um, horror characters look like the actors yeah. who play them. Like I recently watched. It's not a good idea, and I don't know why I did this. I recently <laughs> watched Terrifier. Oh God! With Art the Clown. Wow. Yeah, Art yeah. the Clown is like he looks so much like the actor. Really? It's just like a tiny bit of like nose prosthetic nose. Yeah. And like I think and it's like height and cheeks. Yeah, well. yeah. He's yeah. not like black and white normally well actually no it's just in <laughs> um, he, he actually got a load of tattoos yeah that it was really traumatic into a real life clown yeah it's an okay film yeah it's very art is a of, very cool character yeah it's like grindhouse genre. sort mm. of splatter there's not a massive amount of plot no plot just no, yeah. mutilation of women yeah. mainly um, I know, I know everyone yeah. Art the Clown doesn't discriminate he mainly goes after women because yeah. it's the horror slasher genre yeah, exactly. but you know isn't that it's didn't Terrified 2 come out last Terrified year 2 did come yeah. out I don't think I'm going to watch Terrified 2 because no, it's like more gory yeah um, there's like there was a scene that got that was has become kind of infamous because people were passing out and vomiting in the cinema Jesus. watching that scene because it was wow. so gratuitous because they got more of a budget this time around, so they could oh, be I see. really awful with the yeah. show. I won't go into any of it, because right. it's like actually vile. Yeah. Um, but I really wow. like Art the Clown. I think he's funny as fuck. <laughs> his, just, his physicality oh, Art. Is, oh, Art. Killing women again, I see. But like his physicality is fucking fascinating. Oh, like, no, the actor's so, incredible. He's so into it. Yeah. Like, There's this brilliant scene that I saw on TikTok from the second one, where mm. there's this girl like in a horror... Like Halloween costume shop, like picking yeah. her outfit, and she's waiting for the guy from the till to like come back from the back rooms yeah. or something. And like Art is like, <laughs> he's like by the um, you know, like the rotati uh, displays that have like glasses on them. He's oh yeah, yeah, those, yeah. And he's just putting them on, and every time she looks over, like he's wearing a new pair of glasses, doing like a new like <laughs> shot, like all static and yeah. stuff. It's fucking brilliant. He doesn't talk either. Does no, he? he's, yeah. he's like kind of mimes. Yeah, and and I love he even that. laughs like. Does like, he? That's pretends to laugh. That's so funny. This is really funny. It's such a great where, like, idea for like a villain. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. This is really funny bit yeah. where like when this girl's trying to run away from him, she like stabs a nail into his foot. And it's sort of like going, like, ah, I can't believe it. He just flips her off. It's like, <laughs> ah, you bitch. <laughs> you ever see those videos of the guy dressing up like a mime and they've got the piano in the background go and they and he um gets a razor scooter to the shin. And he has to try not to scream. Oh, <laughs> it's I think really, I have seen yeah, that, it's really funny. There's <laughs> these tiny, quick little videos of this guy dressed as a mime, doing like jackass-style stunts, sure. and he has to try not to That's break really the mime funny. character. Um, I think the 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 fact that we've gone off we've derailed, topic, yeah, yeah, means that we should go and watch it. The thing I will mention very quickly before we leave is the only other Reservoir Dogs thing I know mm. is that in an anime that I like bear with me stay with me here is it either Jojo or One Piece it's no it's not either of those oh, interestingly you're out. it's yeah there's uh, an anime called My Hero Academia oh god and, yeah no I know ah, yeah. <laughs> stay no, with back off there's, there's a 
weirdly a group of villains called the Reservoir Dogs, oh. and they're all called Mr. Blue, Mr. Yellow. Oh, that's quite cool. Actually. They're like they're just tiny little bit characters, and it's a weird reference. Yeah, it's a really bizarre. Know. It's a really bizarre reference. Oh, the fandom scares um, me. And yeah, I've I've not watched it in ages, but I remember that there is a group of villains called that. Um, if you're playing but it's a classic bingo tick yeah. off your Friday night <laughs> referencing <laughs> an anime, an anime reference. <laughs> tally and Phoebe's made a compulsory film bro reference Phoebe's made a compulsory film bro reference and a phobia of frogs <laughs> reference got distracted by a yeah. horror thing yeah. franchise with a strange <laughs> likeable character yeah. in it said that an unconventionally attractive man is kind of attractive <laughs> there we go to the tick box checklist uh-huh. slagged off but also slightly justified Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah, I do that I quite a lot. Actually. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. deny he is a good filmmaker. Yeah, absolutely. His Separating art just, from artist. Yeah, you know, death um, of an author kind of shit. I like his, I like his films. Mm. I don't like his interviews. That's fair. You know, and I don't like his fan base. Yeah, and, and the fact that he dated Trisha Paytas for a while. Weird. Did he actually? Yeah, he did. That's bizarre. Mm. Anyway, well, uh, Jerry Seinfeld dated a fucking high schooler when he was in his thirties. Yeah, they do that. Oh, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Right, let's go watch Reservoir Dogs. Bye, see you in a bit. Bye. And we're back. I fucking love Little Green Bag, man. It's such Girls a... with a little kind of yeah, acapella thing going that was on. good. Yeah. I like that. Oh, that was a fun film. Isn't it? Yeah, that was it's cool. Good. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't know what to start with. Um, no, it's it's a lot more... Um, yeah. It's, it's weird. It's, it's like a weird intersection between being quite lightweight right. and quite intense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's very... Um, <laughs> How do I say this? It's it's gory and gratuitous and kind of kids in the candy shop of swear words kind mm, of vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really easy going. Right. It's it's. Do you know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Like, yeah. No, I very much. It feels very Edgar Wright. Yeah. Like the hot fuzz, like Cornetto trilogy vibes. Like I know this is kind of an obvious one, but it's also very Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Like it's incredibly Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has such a kind of auteur aesthetic yeah. especially with like the time jumps yeah the time jumps but also like even down to the kind of set pieces yeah true men in suits mm-hmm. one of them shot uh, in the back of a car Mm-mm. the car, car boot yeah the car boot shot. thing yeah and it's yeah it's well I mean it's also in the same fucking universe yeah as, Vega uh, yeah the Vega and they're in the same line of work yes um, yeah so yeah it kind of makes sense um yeah, it was a weird, weirdly, like, yeah, you're right, easygoing. It felt very, I don't know, I don't know. It feels like the kind of thing that a 14-year-old would think is the fucking coolest yeah. thing on the face of the fucking earth. <laughs> I just, I love, you know? like, I have such a love-hate relationship with Tarantino, but obviously, as I've said mm. quite a few times now, but this film is so very clearly him going... Oh my god, I've got Harvey Keitel and I'm going to make him say the N-word. Hee hee hee. Do you know what I mean? Like It's all just a big prank. Yeah. It's yeah. very like also, sorry, just before you continue, apologies. You're gonna Why be hearing don't... you're gonna be hearing my chair creaking a lot. 
That audio could be this taken afternoon. really out of. Oh, it's fun. Sample it in your SoundCloud rap. I, I assume there are people. Beat. Yeah, <laughs> trap beat. Um, anyway, sorry. If that, if you hear that, I can't be bothered to switch mm-hmm. chairs. I've already sat down. Don't worry. Um, I'm not going to cut it out. I can't be bothered. Please continue. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so obvious that it's his first feature length film mm. because, and it's so obvious that he's this kind of edge lord fan of um, kind of classical Hollywood like yeah. he, he's been very open and saying that like Scorsese is a massive influence mm, on this film yeah. and it's so obvious kind of mean streets esque yeah, yeah, yeah. proper gang- New York gangstery type of film or this is mm. sat in their they, I was counting down uh, the lines until someone said hey forget about it forget about forget it forget about did it did someone say forget yeah, about it yeah Steve Buscemi oh, did slow. Um, Love. hey forget about it I'll be Mr. Pig <laughs> and there are so many times where people said hey 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 Steve Buscemi is a treat he is watch. a treasure like he's an asshole in the, yeah. the, the, the character is a little shit kind of, he's such a little fucking weasel oh I know he's very he's weaselly such a, yeah he's mm. like a kind of sharp uh, a rat-like yeah. kind of um, smart-talking, shrewd, opportunistic mm-hmm. kind of Machiavellian. So good. What? A cr- I'm gonna I'm gonna say this now. My theory mm. is that Steve Buscemi does not make it out alive. Interesting, because you were talking about the gunshots. Yeah. At the end. So when the police, when uh, Mr. White and Mr. Orange, Orange. Uh, I think Larry and Freddie, yeah. respectively. Yeah, I'm, uh, gonna, I'm gonna say that color names. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah cool. Yeah, Mr. White and Mr. Orange, when they're having their little heart to heart, or I guess like blood to blood, wound to wound, mm. I suppose. Um, at the end, um, after uh, Mr. Pink, um, who I think actually is the only one we don't hear anything about his. We don't get any of his backstory, yeah, no, which I really hear, like. Yeah, I, yeah. We don't well, know what his I mean, is. obviously, aside from Mr. Brown and Mr. Blue, yeah. who like are nothing. Yeah. They aren't anything. Yeah, true. He's the only one that you do not know his name yeah. through the entire time. Yeah, which, which is I really think cool. is yeah a really interesting thing, and he's the one who manages to get out of it. Um, and I, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm putting this together right now. Mm. Like he's the only one who really stuck to the plan. Yeah, true. And actually, he, he was the one who got the diamonds out. Yeah, he was the one who, su- quote unquote, survives survived. at the end. Yeah, survived um, the film at least. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, and also he, actually, sorry, no, no, no. All I was going to say was when Orange and White are dying. Um, you can hear the sounds of the police cars pulling up mm. um, outside, surrounding the place. What you can also hear is them shouting at someone Mm-mm. and also a few gunshots. Mm. So I have a feeling that that'll be Steve Buscemi getting pulled out of his car and yeah. summarily executed. I like to think. Yeah. Like I was, I was thinking, like if he did survive that, mm. technically he's got off scot-free. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone shot themselves, yeah. which means that there's no one that you can question as witness because fucking everyone died exactly, in that shit. Exactly, yeah. He I mean, obviously so, you know, he did nick that person's car. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and so, shoot a few people. Yeah, and they might be able to identify him based mm. on, like, a lineup, but yeah. the chances of him even being caught... Exactly. So, yeah, the biggest hurdle would be escaping the scene of the crime. Yeah. And I don't know if that necessarily would have happened. Mm. I like to think that he did. Yeah. Just because he's a fun character, yeah. <laughs> despite his yeah. flaws. We should probably talk about the flaws of the movie, because they're quite... Yeah. What's yeah. what? Abhor- abhorrent, is that the yeah, word? Yeah, I think so. They're, yeah. they're quite intense. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yes, 
Tarantino's casual sexism and misogyny is rampant, mm. I would say, in this film, to the point where I feel like any time there is a woman in discussion, it's mm. usually race-related yeah. and sex, or both. Yeah. And how Steve Buscemi yeah. saying that black women are better at sex and stuff yeah. like that, then talking about and, Asian women. And in and worse and terms than that as and well. And in worse terms. Oh, hard okay. R. The several hard, hard R's. R's. Several hard R's. <laughs> there was like... There was a moment in the screening. Oh, my um, God, yeah. our, our wonderful friend, James, joined yeah. us for the viewing. And indeed. the Hangover Club. And um, <laughs> the, it was the first It was the first M-bomb in the movie. Yeah, it was. Sure. And, and it, it was, was Steve dropped Buscemi. by Monsieur de la Ping. And as, like, you know, said the line, said the word, and we all collectively in unison went... Oh, oh, Steve. Yeah. Or, <laughs> like, or was it, come on, Steve? No, it was just, oh, oh, was it, oh Steve. <laughs> but like in unison, yeah, like the kind great. of upset that we had. Wonderful. Because I, I misremembered it. I thought Tarantino, because Tarantino himself inserts himself into this film, which is mm. fucking hilarious. Yeah. As Mr. Brown. And also gets himself fucking shot in the head. I know, right? Which is, I mean, uh, sorry, this is kind of corollary to what you're saying, but mm. um, I... I feel like that's his way of kind of going, oh yeah, I, I put myself in the film, mm-hmm. but it's fine because I, I die. My character yeah. dies. I'm it's not anything. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. It's I have fine because I die. line of the film, but yeah, it's fine. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's okay. You know, it's, it's I, kind of one of those. I adore me. that dying yeah. scene at the beginning when they're all just like yeah. chatting with the revolving camera because it, yeah. whenever it gets onto Tarantino's face, he's so gleeful that he's <laughs> at this, sat at this table with these actors that are Harvey so Keitel. much. I know, with that fucking Harvey Keitel. He's probably like yeah. his absolute idol. He's just sitting there like mm. a little kid with his fucking soul patch. Like, hee hee hee. Oh, like, fuck, I forgot he had a soul patch. Oh, it's so disturbing. Sorry, we were talking about women. Women, yeah, yes. uh, well, and lack thereof in this film. Yeah, no, well, it's the just... only time you say lack thereof, the yeah. only time a woman is centre of the screen, she gets fucking shot. Yeah, she gets shot in the fucking, like, head. Oh, or she walks across the road yeah. and he's like, ah, oh, I'd like her ass to sit on my lap. I, don't know, I didn't even see the woman in that shot. Exactly. Like, They're so yeah. keyed into mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. No, I just I think it, it definitely shows Tarantino's age and his maturity levels. Yeah. Just because it, it, he's throwing everything at the film, every single obscenity mm-hmm. and every single... 18 plus rated thing that there could be mm. brilliant marketing because the film was like an instant fucking hit especially among like kind of like mm. college yeah, student absolutely. age kids and essentially like revitalised the entire gangster genre yeah. and also just in terms of what he's doing cinematically that like non-linear storytelling jumping around thing yeah, hadn't yeah, yeah. really been done before no I don't think and so. that became kind of his signature mm. thing of like you bring a group of characters in mm. you throw them straight into the action of the narrative halfway through and then yeah, you work backwards yeah, yeah. it's a really it's t- yeah, good way of doing I'm it really sorry I've, I have just looked it up he was 28 I mean you're still is, that's still quite immature yeah I absolutely you know, and like and impressive I, I don't um I don't assume that people will make films like this until they're like mid forties. No, oh my so god! So for him yeah. to have not even crested thirty, and mm-hmm. he's pulling out this shit. But yeah, no, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I think it's a really clever way of doing it, mm. um, where you wouldn't have nearly the same experience Mm-mm. were the events to happen chronologically. Yes, if you see a certain set of events. Um, where Mr. Orange is dying, you kind of go, oh, whoopsie, another casualty. And then by the end of the film, 
He's one of the characters you spent the most time with. He has the longest flashback. It's about yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Minutes, you know, yeah. And he like he has essentially a training montage. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. And it, like this genius, beautiful fucking oh, thing the of graffiti him. shot. Oh yeah, the graffiti shot. Mm. But also like you hear the entire anecdote. Mm-hmm. But he's doing it alone in his room first. Yeah. Then he's doing it to his cop friend then he's doing it to the guys and then you see the anecdote around yeah, him in happening. his mind it's, it's a really beautiful sequence really really gorgeous yeah yeah and there's this it, there's this kind of beautiful amateurish quality to the filming yeah well, but it's still I give him credit because it still yeah. looks bloody gorgeous yeah absolutely like the shot composition and the way that he like stages his actors mm. is so clever like mm. that amazing shot where Steve Buscemi and Harvey Keitel's character like pointing the guns at each other yeah and Steve it, like, Buscemi's on the floor Harvey yeah standing over, over him yeah. and it kind of like pans out and then um, you see King shit with the fucking oh, Sony <laughs> fucking Mr. Blonde yeah G- oh, oh my god that sequence still makes me cringe like the stuck yes, in the middle the of you air scene Oh, it's, uh, my I mom mean, can't stand it. Ve- fantastic comedy of him <laughs> speaking into the disembodied hello, ear. Hello, hello. Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> it's, it's haunting. Oh, bizarre scene. Yeah. It's really unnecessary as well. And I actually quite liked Mr. Blonde as a character until that point. Yeah. I mean, like, he he was, seemed all right. He was the most, I was the most sceptical of him. Yeah, but there is like a kind of charmer coolness to him before you see him do genuine fucking. He's a Vega. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. He's a Vega. Yeah, yeah. His brother's not nearly as bad, although he is hopped up on fucking heroin most of the time. True, but he does attempt to save people. You know, yeah, exactly. He he gets him a thermon out of a out out of a jam. Oh, what's it? It's like a coke concoction. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, isn't it anyway. like ass? Isn't it like I laced or something? Yeah, yeah, laced. And he has drugs. to give her a. Yeah. a but to be fair, if you if you were going to save anyone, Uma Thurman, like you'd save her regardless of whether or not. Oh, what, in that film specifically? Yeah, or just like generally, like yeah, if you were sure. if you were a cold blooded killer, mm. I think you would still feel some urge to save Uma Thurman. Potentially, yeah. yeah. She just seems cool. She seems know? like a cool lady. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a weird tangent. <laughs> yeah, very strange. Um, yeah, oh, this is kind of like, again, corollary. Um, I think I'm using that word, right? Kind of like tangential. You're asking whatever. the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason that... Uh, Vincent in Pulp Fiction spends so long on the toilet is because that's a, a symptom of heroin abuse. Oh my god, really? Yeah, oh, I yeah. didn't know he that. Spent, uh, ages on the toilet. It's a good job I didn't know that. Yeah. That says a lot about me. <laughs> <laughs> I watch film fact videos on YouTube. <laughs> I did watch. It's, I mean, it's better than being a heroin abuser, but oh, it's also sure. like. It's better than first hand knowledge yeah, yeah. of it. <laughs> did you, okay, so here's a good question. Mm. Which did you prefer, Pop Fiction or Reservoir Dogs? Um, no wrong answers. No, it's hard to say. I think I preferred Pulp Fiction because mm-hmm. it's wackier. Yeah. It's very off-the-wall fucking weird. Um, the... Yeah, like like you say, it's uh, and you said in the in the first half, it has a very tight plot, and mm-hmm. it it really does have a very tight plot. Pulp Fiction is a lot looser. There's a lot more variety in yeah. the side stories. Um, there's 
quite a bit of it that I actually don't think needed to be in the film. Oh, in Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Yeah, oh, God, like yeah. there's a lot of unnecessary shit. Yeah, the gimp bit I could have done without. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, I, I, I do appreciate having the gimp there as an element of weirdness, and it it is one of the scenes that is the most memorable yeah. as a result. Fucking, yeah, but it, yeah. fuck me if it's not uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, it's um, really difficult. And it's, it happens so early in the film yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, um, oh God, I can't remember the... Bruce Willis. It's the Bruce Willis's character. Yeah, yeah it's his bit. And Martheleth Wallace. Yeah, and yeah. Jed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jed's dead, baby. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so my, my thing with Reservoir Dogs is... I think it's difficult to get as much variety mm. in the characters when they are essentially all pretty much variations on the same archetype. Yeah, defo. Um, and their like their backstories are variations on the same sort of archetype as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all served time and yeah, they've capacity. all served time. They're yeah. all some kind of like cool career criminal. Mm-hmm. They all say the n word. Yeah, they all say the n word. They're all uh, they've all got the mannerisms of an Italian American mm-hmm. uh, kind of Brooklyn Bronx. Yeah. A, I'm walking here. Kind Which of is guy. interesting that they've they chose. I mean, it says a lot about Tarantino because yeah. he's um. Oh God, am I saying this right? I think he might be a. A Las Vegas boy originally. Oh, okay. Um, but it's interesting that it's set in LA. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you know you you associate that gangster mafia genre yes. with New York. New you know York. What I mean? Hey, Johnny. So having it in like yeah. sunny suburban yeah sticks kind is, of yeah shitty exactly. Area. And there's not like a tall building in sight the whole time. No, Even on like the high flat. street things, it's like two story buildings yeah. at most, which is bizarre to me. Um, Speaking of, I did say in the screening, I have yeah. seen the cafe diner. Yeah, you've been to seen. the cafe. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I I, te- I take it back slightly. Mm. It was closed, so we looked into it. <laughs> um, sorry, wait, uh, so, sorry. Before you start, just to be clear, is this the diner from the first scene or where? No, it's the diner when Mr. Mr. Orange, Orange is talks talking to the to cop. Him. Cool. Um, and you see like. The Budweiser the bu- side <laughs> oh, above yeah. them. The, like, the really Lest illuminated Bud side. Yeah. Yeah. America's famous <laughs> favourite. Um, no, like it was closed, I think, permanently when we saw it. Oh. But um, I went to LA with my yeah. parents and I was about like 10. And they were like, oh, it's the thing. Obviously, I hadn't watched Reservoir Dogs by that point because that's not appropriate for a 10-year-old. Good. Uh, yeah. Great. <laughs> I think that's a very good idea. But no, I do remember them being yeah. like, yeah, that's the thing from the thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. cool. This means nothing to me now, but, you know, great. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And it is in oh, like a cool. kind of weird yeah. shtick area of mm. LA where like nothing really happens. Yeah. LA's yeah. a wacky place. Yeah. It, it seems like super kind of chilled out slightly drugged out I was about to say slightly drugged yeah. out homeless yeah. Yeah. you don't want to like walk on the high street oh my yeah. god when we were in I do remember, I don't remember much from the trip but I do remember we decided to do the stupid decision of taking a bus Oh dear. and unlike in England where the bus service is you know like frequently used by pretty much everyone if you don't know how to drive mm-hmm. you don't take the bus in America <laughs> you don't take the bus in LA no because the buses are taken by people that don't have cars because they probably don't have houses. Yeah. So, like, to cut a long story short, the other thing with UK buses mm. I've noticed is I think it's like an unspoken rule. Yeah. You don't sit at the back because the nutters are at the back. You oh, right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sit yeah. at the front because mm. that's where the driver yeah. is. That's safe. Yes. See the way around in America. Really? You get the slightly 
odd individuals at uh, the front of the bus. Interesting. And the 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 not so odd individuals. Yeah. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be woke. Um, at the back. <laughs> so we yeah. sat at the front, and to our right there was a man swearing down the entirety of the bus, shouting at the top of his lungs. Oh, cool. To the front of us there was a man that had pissed himself. Nice. And to the back there was some other like whacked out drug guy um, and blessed this like lovely American woman to a pity us on us and was like sit at the back sit at the back but yeah fun anecdotal story I feel bad for the piss guy he was probably completely normal he just didn't make it home in time I don't think he was normal oh okay I was trying to I was trying no, to humanise that's, that's uh, fair yeah, it I don't get in my, my headcanon no 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 I'm not yeah. trying to be like sensationalising oh no of course like of course. the homeless problem there are like, just because like, it is a massive problem a lot of people on drugs yeah and that's and like that yeah. whole strip of isn't yeah. that like that whole road that has an entire village of homeless people just in LA oh wow I like a par- I, I watched like a true crime documentary I don't yeah. normally do that um, you know the one about the woman that went into the lift and then she was found oh in, in the, the water tank yeah in the water yeah. tank so it was a true crime thing about that really right. interesting but oh. that hotel is on the same road which has this like massive yeah it's like a football pitch sized bit of right. land that yeah. is just like entire homeless communities but like fucking LA have got it down to a fine a fine art of <laughs> you'll get people that come out of prison they don't have family they don't have somewhere to live when they get like taken in the cop car, like where do you want to go? They go, I don't know, and they go, okay, and then they drop them off at that oh, site. Wow. So it's just a fucking vicious cycle oh, God, of this shit repeating awful. itself. It's really fucking rehabilitation. It's, it's man. really fucked. Yeah. Um, anyway, case in point. Yeah. <laughs> interesting to shoot the film in yes. LA. Yeah. It's not necessarily the setting that you would usually yeah. get for these kind of films. Mm. And I wasn't expecting either the the crime to be so kind of. PG, yeah, like the, a diamond heist. Yeah, it's that's like a so generic. Yeah, that's like a, a Sherlock Gnomes and the diamond heist caper kind yes. of thing, like a Scooby Doo yeah, sort of plot, yeah. rather than stuff like Pulp Fiction, which is drugs, sex, alcohol, uh, killing people, N-words. murdering. Yeah, and well, there are own words in this one as well. But um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's, it's a, a facet. Yeah, yes, Tarantino. exactly, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I get it because diamonds have facets. That's ah, cool. yes, yeah, that's each. definitely what I was yeah. doing. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, it's yeah, great yeah. joke, Phoebe. Sure, thank you. Yes, yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah and, uh, like it's no, you're right. It's it's weird to have it set there. It's weird to have an organised crime gang, like in not, downtown not, LA. Yeah, in downtown LA, in like. A low security yeah. place um, with, yeah, with a, a, a really kind of quite tame objective, and it all goes so badly Tits wrong up. that they all fucking die. Mm. Which um, I love. I love that. Yeah, as, it's as great. I dare. It's yeah, such yeah, a cool yeah. sequence. Yeah. Um, no, I think it definitely set the benchmark for Tarantino films. Yeah. Um, I can't remember which one he did after this. It would be yeah. interesting to see. Because I don't think... I think Pulp Fiction was, like, not later, later, but, like, a little bit yeah, further yeah. along the line. We can we can, we can can have a little peruse. Yeah. Um, I tell a lie. It wasn't Pulp Fiction. True Romance was the second. True... I've never heard of that before in my life. It's because it's got a woman in it. Oh, um, <laughs> there we go. It's, did she get shot? No, but she gets the shit kicked out of her a oh. lot. Oh, 
Oh. Um, it's Detroit, great. and it's like a couple, and like they get involved in the mob. It's um. Jesus. God, what's his True name? True romance is kicking the shit out of your wife. Oh, says Quentin Tarantino. It's oh well, no, don't worry. It's not the it's not the gu- it's not the boyfriend kicking the shit out of her. It's just oh. another guy. It's Christian oh. Slater. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, he looks like a rat. Um, oh, looks like a rat. Yeah. Okay. Christian Slater. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, 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 a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And it's got uh, Gary Oldman in it as well, playing a guy oh. with dreads. Oh my god. Yeah, not Gary so good. Oldman with dreads. That is he fucking says the N-word. bizarre. No, in a yeah. Tarantino film. And this is the one where Tarantino says the N word as well. I've just remembered. There, I mean, there's a couple where that He's, happens. He self inserts himself to say the N word. <laughs> just. <laughs> and Christopher Walken says the N word in it as well. Oh my god. What, how does Tarantino do this? He like. Get away with con- it. Not just get away with it, convince. Otherwise, fairly sound mind uh, actors of fairly sound mind yeah. to say the N word. I think they all secretly want to do it. Yeah. I think they want an excuse. Yeah. I think Leo is the best example of that in um, mm. Django Unchained. Mm. He was never supposed to say th- like the the famous scene where mm. he says the yeah, N word yeah, yeah. was improv. Mm. Like he was oh, never really? supposed to say the N word well, in yeah, the script, but he just said it. Yeah, because there's an interview with Sam L. Jackson, who, oh, it might have been Jamie Fox, who, um, I, I can't remember. I've not seen uh, the film, so I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they basically say Leo came up to me saying, "I don't want to do this scene," mm-hmm. and then they said, "You better fucking do this scene," and he delivered. And I think, like, as shitty as it is. There is a certain requirement in films like that, like 12 Years a Slave, like Django Unchained, mm. where we need to have white people playing the villains because that's what, you know, the white people were the villains oh, for in sure, those stories. Yeah. So, you know, someone's got to take one for the team. Yeah, but, I think in those know. in those contexts, it's, 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 a, it's a tricky area just in mm. general. Yeah. But I think... Tarantino's flagrant use of the word yeah. is so, like, he uses it in, in so much excess. Right. Especially in films that don't necessarily revolve around race politics. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get it in Django Unchained. Yeah. I get it in uh, The Hateful Eight mm-hmm. because the one of the main actors is black and mm-hmm. he's dealing with uh, confederates. Right. It, it, it makes sense. It's yeah. just after yeah, the Civil yeah. War, you know. Shit, shit like that. <laughs> it's when it happens in this one when the entire cast is white apart yeah. from the cop guy. Oh yeah. Like, oh, do you know? Course. And they're all yeah. using it in relation to just. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like as kind of insults, like oh, we don't want to be acting like a bunch of insert here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's shit like that where it's, it's like yeah. why does and this need like, to be here? It's almost kind of destigmatizing the word in the sense that like they're not giving it any weight whatsoever no, God, no. um but then you like wake up and realize oh no that's that's a fucking very bad slur yeah I, it, I don't know i don't know how i feel about it no i agree so, i i, I think great. and also it just comes it's a weird decision to have in your film mm. as a white guy he has made the intent yeah. to be like yeah we're gonna yeah. have this word in here mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are so many... He's got a whole arsenal of swear words, and I know for a fact he knows all of them, because <laughs> fucking of course he does. He's some little teenage boy that loves... who's just learned how to say a swear word for he the last time. Well, he, he dropped a couple of other slurs in there as well. 
Oh, F-slur. yeah, the F-slur was in yeah. there, wasn't it? Mm. Anyway, anyway. My, <laughs> my point is, um, it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to fight with Sam Jackson, who seems to... You know, be cool with it. I guess, and support yeah. it. And I suppose, like one know. one person's opinion on it yeah. is going to differ from someone else's. Yeah, someone exactly. Else's. And ultimately, you know, he's found success doing it. I suppose. What saying so, the N word? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I think <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have. No, no. It's it's a difficult yeah. one to talk about. I think pivoting pivoting slightly from that. Mm. I, I I think one of the reasons that I always kind of rag on Tarantino. Mm. It not not necessarily him in the films that he makes. Although yes, that does play a bit of a part into it. Like he is the one that is writing this sexist, racist content within his films. I can appreciate the films alone on themselves because the Reservoir Dogs is an enjoyable yeah. film. It's fun yeah, to it's watch. A good film. The thing that I take the most grievances with is the people that watch his films. I don't want right. to do a whole rant about that, yeah. but it worries me that this is a director that has got so much fame and fortune through one very specific type of audience member yeah just in spite of the fact that he has all of this kind of content in his films that is so on right. PC yeah. it's almost like I don't want to make a generalisation but I'm going to make a generalisation no offence to you Fuddy but <laughs> white guys that are straight idolise Tarantino because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. saying the things that they're not allowed to yes because yeah. current quote unquote snowflake wokeism yep, 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 yep. will shut them down for it so mm-hmm. what they're going to do instead is have a big poster of Uma Thurman in their bedroom yep. and be like I like this film because it allows me to fantasise about things that I can't say and things I can't yeah, do yeah exactly it's you a know. Wor- Tarantino's not just like the way he sees the world but like the universe that he constructs across his film the Tarantino cinematic universe <laughs> is a parallel universe in which being a scumbag makes you rich and cool and yeah rich cool sexy mm-hmm. lets you hang out with Uma Thurman yeah um, yeah it's like get lots of bitches yeah get <laughs> fuck bitches get money exactly you know shagging nines doing lines yeah uh and he's made that out to be like uh, yeah. incredibly cool edgelord lifestyle. Yeah, Especially exactly. because Tarantino is this little like dorky <laughs> guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's not cool looking in any stretch of the way. Yeah. And I think a lot of people relate to that because he's just a dude that really likes films that yeah. wanted to make his little edgelord films. Yeah. You know? And do you know, like I've seen a few interviews with him, I've seen a few like press things with him. He always, to me, gives off such an aggressive energy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure if you were to sit down and have a talk with him, he'd be a perfectly agreeable guy, provided you weren't of a certain racial background. Mm. How, or but, a woman. Or, or a woman. Or uh, wearing open-toe shoes. Exactly. Um, or all three but, of those. <laughs> yeah, they're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> yeah. If you were... <laughs> <laughs> the wheels are coming off. As no, it's I'm okay. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I'm just losing my mind. It's just this really funny image of Tarantino <laughs> calling people into his office and then turning them away if any of the fucking check boxes mm-hmm. he has aren't ticked. Um, <laughs> I'm sure if you sat him down uh, and just had a nice little cup of coffee yeah. um, that his wife lets him buy because he buys the good shit. This is a Pulp Fiction reference. Yeah. Um, no, if you had a conversation with him, he'd be fine. But I would not want to, like, 
fight him. Oh, God, no. Because if I got into a fist fight with Quentin Tarantino, even though there's a possibility that, you know, I I might be able to overpower him. I, I figure we're built fairly similarly. Yeah. Um, he looks like he has a harder forehead than me, so if he headbutted me, I feel like it'd hurt What's quite a bit. What's that bullet wind you took? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Methods of that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I, like... I feel like he has that dog in him, you know. <laughs> I, like, I don't think I'd chasing cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got that dog in him. I'm like <laughs> a dog reservoir chasing dog. cars. Yeah, there was no reservoir. No, so I've just, I I've just tweeted. There was, There's no reservoir. I'm so like, sorry. Yeah, I and like I was, I was expecting there to be some kind of like Will Smith. So what? We just some kind of suicide squad. <laughs> I was expecting there to be we like just some kind so of what? reservoir. We some kind of reservoir dogs. <laughs> like, I mean, at the beginning yeah. they said they are the reservoir dogs, but I think it know, just said, did open, it say they are? They are. Oh, cool. It's like da 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 as Mr. Pink da da da. They are the reservoir dogs. I don't know where but that title like, came from. Yeah, the, there were there was one dog, and it was a fictitious dog. A German Shepherd. A German Shepherd in an anecdote Doberman. that didn't really exist. Yeah, Doberman. Yeah. German Shepherd. Yeah, is I that, that's the right. What? Right. They're both those mutually. Are, those are different, aren't they? I'm are they different? I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up right no, now. No, I think I think you're right. Phoebe Vamp. Hang on, wait. Dobermans. I. Sp- oh my god, what are they called? Um, yeah, Dobermans look more what, like. What am I talking? What is the other word for Alsatian? Yes. Yes. Alsatian, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Anyway, German Shepherds. <laughs> yeah. um, I find it weird calling them German Shepherds because they're not actually German Shepherds. They're neither German nor are they Shepherds. I mean, they are German, but like. Oh, yeah. oh okay. They're a German breed. Well, I don't hear them speak in German. That's because you can't stand German. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I, I, I want I want the, the listeners at home uh, to know their that because um, I misheard you slightly there mm-hmm. uh, Phoebe did not say that I can't stand German it's that I can't understand German did it sound like I said I, that I, well, I misheard you uh, just in case I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it in the edit and it'll be fine you'll overdub me yeah um, so <laughs> this and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are your two top Tarantino films is that, is that right did I no, not necessarily. Like no. I, I, re- I, I like both of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, God, that's a difficult question to ask. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm wondering what's like top of the pile and bottom of the I mean, pile. I really, oh God, I really didn't like the Hateful Eight. Um, really. Which is a shame because like it had Channing Tatum in it. Did it? Yeah, and he oh, was shit. really good in it. Oh, cool. It's just, it was kind of like he attempted to do his formula too much. Right, Do you know what I, mean? I see. Yeah. I think people didn't like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because it was pretty tame in comparison to a lot of his other stuff. Yeah. And I just, which I, I personally liked because it was mm. it did have a very gory bit at the end. Mm. But it's kind of, it was a very, I don't know how to describe it. It mm. followed a very typical Hollywood narrative structure which right, okay. for Tarantino fans that enjoy yeah. his formula, they wouldn't like. Right. But I found it like a breath of fresh air really yeah. all it is is mm. about a seasoned actor in Hollywood played by Leonardo DiCaprio mm. yeah, yeah. and his stunt double played by Brad Pitt mm-hmm. and them running out of work so subsequently if Leonardo DiCaprio's character runs out of work so does his stunt double Right. so it's about them two trying to get work in mm. like the early 60s like he's like a okay. TV actor kind yeah, of yeah okay it's fun mm. it's a love letter to kind of Tarantino's love mm. of 
that Isn't there era. Like Hollywood? There's there's some I've I've heard a lot of different things about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. Isn't there like Bruce Lee or something? Who yeah, shows up? Bruce, Bruce Lee's Lee. In yeah, it very yeah. very briefly. Oh, cool. And he's like he challenges Brad Pitt's character to a fight. Oh, that's cool. And like he's like doing all of his like mo- you know moves yeah. and the martial arts moves, mm. and Brad Pitt's character just decks him in the face <laughs> and he goes down immediately. No, it's like the Indiana Jones yeah. gun thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly that. Yeah. It's a it's just it's mm. a really good film, and Brad Pitt does a really fucking good performance and so does Leo but also if anything it shows this level of maturity in Tarantino Mm. that he wouldn't have had previously like it's not necessarily a spoiler but there's this bit where an underage hitchhiker girl who's about 14 she's like part of the hippie scene flags down Brad Pitt's car to get a lift Mm. and like she's kind of being a bit flirtatious with him albeit she does have her feet out and you do see the feet on the screen is that Margot Robbie no, 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 no. it's not. Margot Robbie also has her feet out. Oh, okay, But cool. a different girl has her feet <laughs> Different out. girl, different feet. Different girl, different feet. Man, um, I keep getting older, but all their feet stay the same age. <laughs> I think the actress was over 18, but she's okay. playing a 14-year-old. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. Anyway, she starts flirting with Brad Pitt's character, mm. and I think, like... I think offers him a hand job or something or like insinuates it to be like oh how am I going to repay you for the car ride and Brad Pitt's like nah mate no come on no how old nah mate nah (laughs) but it's like he's like you got any Rizzlers (laughs) sorry that was like that hurt me sorry sorry I'll shut up carry on carry on but like I think he's just like how old are you because this is Brad Pitt is like in his 50s yeah Um, anyway he shuts it down Mm. And he, he lets her go back to this, like, commune that she's staying at. And he's, like, very respectful and whatnot. Mm. He's just a guy. He has a lovely, mm. like, Rottweiler dog. He just sits in his house. He drinks beer with his <laughs> Rottweiler. And not much else happens. But, like, yeah. a younger Tarantino yeah. would have made that a mm. more sexually implied scene. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, like, definitely. also the handling of Margot Robbie's character. Like, she's mm. playing Sharon... Needles. Te- oh God, no! Just Sharon <laughs> fucking needles. Sorry. Um, Sharon. Oh my God, Sharon. Osborne. No. <laughs> Shit. What's her last name? <laughs> She's playing like a famous actress for the time. Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. Okay. Sharon Tate uh, right, was a okay. famous <laughs> 1960s actress who was famously killed cool. by the Manson family followers. Oh. Yeah. Her. Oh. Mm. Okay, because the other thing I'd heard about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is that a cult was involved. Yeah, it's the Manson. So it's got it. Okay. Um, yeah. Jesus. Wow. Anyway, mm. so she's playing her, mm. and uh, again, Tarantino has got arguably one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood, mm. uh, in my opinion, <laughs> working on <laughs> working on his movie, mm. Margot Robbie. Of mm. he doesn't he doesn't treat her like he does his other Tarantino female actresses. She's given this really respectful and just, like, really gorgeous portrayal of, yeah. like, celebrating the tragic life... Well, the tragic death of this woman, but her yeah. beautiful life living up to that yeah. and seemingly Sharon Tate being just a really lovely person mm. in real life. Hey, listen, even King Kong had one woman he saved. Exactly. You know? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, you know but, yeah, I mean? no, I completely like, get that. It, yeah. I won't... I, I, I recommend watching it because mm. it's a really good film, so I won't go too far into it, mm. but, like... 
Yeah, he makes decisions in that film that mm. a younger Tarantino in the Pulp Fiction 90s days wouldn't have done. Yeah. And I, I, re- I, think, I respect him for Yeah, that. and I, I think it's really lovely that, you know, there is now uh, cinematic proof mm. that regardless of the controversies surrounding him as a person, regardless of the controversies surrounding the content of his films, ultimately he does what he does because he enjoys it mm. because he has a genuine love for it yeah. um, and because he takes pleasure in what he creates yeah. and that like I mean you cannot fault the guy for that like oh, God, no. I mean you can fault like if if a guy really loves creating clan costumes then like fuck him but like you know <laughs> like yeah it's it's lovely to know that what he creates comes from a love for the art form, oh, for and I sure. think ultimately that's just that's a really lovely thing. Hmm. He's like, he's a lover of cinema, yeah. like, and it's not necessarily it doesn't just extend itself. Sorry, it doesn't just limit itself to Western cinema. Like he loves Kurosawa, yeah, yeah as yeah. well. Um, mm. His kind of want to do the hateful eight is kind of inspired mm. by Seven Samurai, yeah, and subsequent films. And, yeah, and I think even down to the inclusion of Bruce Lee, yeah, exactly. Like, such like. I, I want to say unnecessary. It's not like unnecessary in the sense of like, oh, why did he do that? Mm. It's unnecessary in the sense he didn't have to do that. No, no. But he did it because he loves the guy. Which is why, and, yeah, yeah. Which is why I love thing. that film so yeah. much specifically because yeah. it's it's so much of a kind of a love letter yeah, to that era exactly. of Hollywood that yeah. he grew, well, not grew up with, but like mm. learned to appreciate cinema yeah. through. Yeah. So yeah, I really like that film. Mm. And then. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, no, no, we're down to the worst. We should have done the best one last because that's actually a really nice note that we could have ended it up. Don't worry, I'll, I'll wrap, I'll okay, wrap okay, up my okay, ending. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's, he's done loads. I'm not a massive fan mm. of Django, I must admit. Mm, okay. Um, I have a massive love hate relationship with Inglorious Bastards. Mm. Um, I think I'm doing a uh, tan- bit of a tangent, but mm. it's relevant um, ish. <laughs> I'm doing a module at the moment for my uni degree, which is Screening the Holocaust, which is looking at Holocaust depictions in cinema. And Inglourious Bastards does get brought up a little bit for its exploitative nature of, like, you know, Jewish deaths. They've got the the bear Jew, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, like, have you seen it? Uh, No, I haven't, but I know that... So the bear Jew, I think, comes out with a baseball bat mm. signed by uh, to to beat in some German soldier's head. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been signed by a load of other Jewish people who have either been kidnapped or are in hiding yeah. or whatever have had their families taken. There's a deleted scene where Anne Frank signs it. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, um, come on. So, yeah, so I completely understand what you're saying. Exploitation. Yeah, exactly. Please continue. You know, as, as, a do- fucking, as a Theodore Adorno would say, <laughs> um, to write, what was it, to write poetry after Auschwitz is barbaric, i.e. So to make fiction mm-hmm. depicting yeah. the Holocaust is iffy. And yeah. although Inglourious Bastards isn't necessarily that, because it's mainly just a Nazi hunters film, yeah. it's still iffy in that world. So as much as I like loads of bits of that, it's... Mm. So how am I how am I framing this list? Mm. Hateful Eight's at the bottom. <laughs> Inglorious Bastards is in the middle. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is kind of near the top yeah. with the Reservoir Dogs, and everything else is just in between. Yeah, I yeah, like Pulp Fiction, fair. but it has to be in a good mood. For Pulp Fiction. Yes, yeah. There's 
And I don't really yeah. care for the Kill Bills that much. Because it's just not a genre that I find interesting. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but it did start the... Wee, 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 oh, I can't stand wee. that audio. Bam, 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 bam. It's become so absorbed yeah. into like early <laughs> internet culture yeah. that I'm so yeah. done with it. The, you like know? the... Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that one guy that made so much fucking revenue because he made those royalty-free music... Oh, Kevin McLeod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But every <laughs> single YouTuber in, like... Bung, bung, bung. Bung, bung, bung. Yeah. Like, that one's called, like, Funny Monkey. It is called Funny Monkey, yeah. Or, um... Yeah. That was the Dan Phil one. What's great? Uh, yeah, that yeah, the, like the, the little chip tune the, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah I, what's lovely about this is we've. Um, I don't know the, the copyright laws, like generally. Well, it's free use. I, yeah, well, exactly. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> we've, sorry. we've worried about um, singing epic rap battles of history on uh-huh. here before. But if we get on some Kevin McLeod. <laughs> Hey, I if don't... I pass you the orcs, you better not play trash. Don't worry. <laughs> play funny, I got funny monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> funny monkey. Oh, I think we've hit that point of delirium. God, you've like really like pulled me right back into like early <laughs> Like, because Danny felt always used that. <laughs> Wasn't it Dan and Phil like games? Nah, they were a bit it, older oh, at that okay, point. Right. It was like that early, st- sorry, right. connoisseur of fandom <laughs> over here. You don't think you get this fucking haircut without being inspired by Dan and Phil, do you? What's oh, lovely about that them is... Them bitches gay, the canonically. Go- <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I be homophobic? <laughs> them bitches gay. <laughs> What's lovely about that bit is um, the listeners can't see Phoebe's haircut. So yeah. for all for all they know, by this time you could have got a, a fucking like uh, a single very thin dreadlock that goes down to the floor. It could be anything. It could be. I mean, it, to it, be it, fair, I did reference yeah. Sun and Phil, so they probably think I've got the oh the, 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 emo, the swoosh, the yeah. swoosh. Yeah. Um, Call that the swoosh. Oh, I love them boys. Yeah. I can't believe like them. Sorry, this is so tan- so much a tangent. <laughs> After they came out, which I'm very like you know yeah. good for them for coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I had been 13 when I saw those videos, <laughs> I think I would have combusted. Like, I think I would have died, like, in a good way. Oh, dear. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because, yeah, like, yeah. everyone being like, they're in love, they're gay, they're in love, they're married, they live together. Mm, and, you know? Yeah, what a power move it would have been for know, them right? to turn around and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about it? What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do, coward? I know. That, to be fair, I do, like, yeah. I, I cringe at those days because... Yeah. That fan base was fucking incessant. Rabbit, yeah. They're ins- mainly teenage <laughs> girls obsessed with these two yeah. British boys that lived in Manchester. Do they? For such a long- yeah, no. like they did. Like God, we got here oh, too late. I know, God. <laughs> like when they were. I mean, God, oh, fuck me. <laughs> they were our age when they started doing YouTube. Fuck off. Well, Dan was. Fuck off. Yeah, when Dan was in Manchester, he wow. was twenty-three. Jesus. And he was yes. currently in uni doing a law. Do- he was at the University of Manchester doing law. No fucking And he dropped way. out. That's How bizarre. fucking weird is that? that There's is a video bizarre. where they go to Affleck's Palace. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so weird. And they go to the Maid Cafe. Jesus Christ. I think it was the Maid Cafe back then. Of course they do. But how weird is yeah, that? That's bizarre. Anyway. God. Following in the footsteps. Mental. It's weird. Yeah. 
Anyway. Don't think so. No, damn, shame. Anyway, so that's a massive tangent <laughs> to talk about Dan and Phil from a Tarantino yeah. video, but that's the content yeah. that you get when you watch yeah. Butter's Classic. Listen to Butter's Classic. <laughs> yeah, you branch Phoebe out thought for a second that she was. We're doing a YouTube. <laughs> Don't forget video. to like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I said subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> I think we've. Well, uh, while we're on the topic, remember to, to yeah. rate our podcast five stars mm-hmm. and. Turn on notifications because it helps the algorithm. It, it do, it do. Yeah. I think, I think we're good to go. I believe on, on we the, are. we've done a. Yes. I enjoyed this film. Me it's too. Film. It was a, yeah. it was a light episode. Yeah, we talked little, about the end. Little words. light bite. Yeah, yeah. Talked about the end, but then rounded off some YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we do that a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's talk it's, about something political. Yeah, it's a and then listen, segue it into internet humor. It's because we're both like. We're essentially wandering fey spirits um, that don't really have any attachment to the material realm. Sure. We kind of just float through different things. We care about everything and nothing simultaneously. We we're are both every age and age. Yeah, ages. Mm. Yeah, we're we're coming to you live from well, not live, pre-recorded from uh, the ethereal plane, <laughs> a black hole. Yeah, the yeah the event horizon of a black hole, mm-hmm. orbiting a neutron star. Yeah, off the shoulder of the Pleiades. <laughs> so I, I forget what the actual monologue was. That's a throwback to Blade I've Runner. I've seen things. I've <laughs> Right, Time this to is. Die. We're, we're not doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mister Bond. Right. Um, okay, we're gonna go now because we're gonna start doing a different episode. Yeah, we are. If we keep going, <laughs> we're gonna like go this. backwards. Yeah, we're gonna, like a Tarantino <laughs> film. Yeah. Oh, so true. Back yeah. to our origins. Anyway. Right, okay. <laughs> That's it. Thank no you. more. Follow the Instagram, but it's a classic cut underscore, underscore pod. P-O-D. Um, and we already did the Spotify thing. Yeah, so we, we can just leave. Cool. Great. Bye. 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 <laughs>